Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over the most effective ways to get a chlorine reading in the pool, and I'll go over the different methods and exactly what you're testing for when you're testing for the free chlorine in the pool. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So all these definitions are straight from Bob Lowry. So free chlorine, according to Bob Lowry. The amount of free chlorine in the pool or spa water that is available to sanitize or disinfect the water, sometimes called residual or available chlorine. And you don't really hear a lot of people using the residual chlorine definition anymore. You may still hear some people say available chlorine, but I think it's kind of been defined as free chlorine. And that's probably how you're going to hear the chlorine referred to that is effective in sanitizing the pool. In other words, that is the chlorine that's available and that is the residual chlorine that's in the water. And those two terms are not used as much to describe it as maybe to maybe enhance the definition of that. But as far as descriptiveness, you're going to see free chlorine used a lot out there. So when you're doing a chlorine test, you're testing the free chlorine of the pool. And your objective, of course, if you're going to do this correctly, is to get the total chlorine. And there's an element called combined chlorine that's in the middle. And I don't think a lot of people refer to it as combined chlorine as much anymore either. They just refer to total chlorine and free chlorine. So let me give you the definition of combined chlorine. Again, these are all from Bob Lowry, who is the renowned expert in chemistry. And he has over, I think, 23 books published. These definitions are from the IPSA Basic Training Manual. He wrote two training manuals for the group IPSA. And he has the first one, there's a glossary with definitions, which comes in really handy if you're looking for words. I really recommend this book. If you're a member of IPSA, you can definitely pick it up at your next meeting. So combined chlorine is undesirable, foul-smelling, body-irritating compounds formed when insufficient levels of free available chlorine reacts with ammonia and other nitrogen-containing compounds. Swimmer and bather waste, fertilizer, perspiration, urine, etc., Combined chlorine is still a disinfectant, but it is a much weaker, ineffective form of chlorine. If you've ever been to a hotel or motel or even some of the residential pools on your route, and you smell what smells like Windex coming from the pool. And I find it funny that a lot of people are, are saying, oh, that's that means that there's chlorine in the pool when they're out at like a hotel. That's actually true in a way. There is chlorine, but it's combined chlorine. And that ammonia smells, it did give away that the chlorine is not really effective in the water because there's combined chlorine. And then, of course, to get the total chlorine reading, you're going to take your free chlorine reading, available chlorine reading, and you're going to subtract the combined chlorine reading you get, and you're going to get the total chlorine of the pool. And total chlorine is defined. It's also called 
total available chlorine. And again, no one refers to it as that, I don't think, anymore. And that's the total amount of chlorine in the water. It includes both free available chlorine and combined chlorine. The good news is that a lot of the more sophisticated testers, like the Spin Touch and the Color Q 2X Pro 7 or 2X Pro 9 by Lamotte, actually will give you your total chlorine and a readout. Now, you can, of course, get your total chlorine with a tailored test kit, depending on which kit you're using. If you're using a professional kit like the K2005 or K2006, they'll give you the reagents and get the total chlorine also, and that kind of tests for the combined chlorine. There's no number that you're going to get with that because it's a manual. I don't know if that's the right word for it. It's not an electronic test kit per se. So you have to see the color variations yourself and decide what you think the levels are based on the color that it changes when you're doing this test. Test strips also will sometimes, if you have the seven-way test strips, give you your free chlorine and your total chlorine. And this, again, is something that you're going to have to look at and decide what color it changed to. So that's why the photometers are much superior, I think, if you're going to get a total chlorine reading versus just getting the free chlorine reading, which anyone can get with a number of devices. You have the test strips that can give you your free chlorine. You have the reagent testers like the five-way OTO tester. That's with the yellow reagent. You have the Taylor test kits, the professional models of the K2005 and 2006. You have digital chlorine meters like the tracer, uh, pocket tester, total chlorine tester. Keep in mind that if you're going to get a digital readout of the total chlorine, it's not the same as an ORP sensor. And when they convert to free chlorine, it doesn't do a really good job of crunching those numbers or converting them properly. So you definitely want to use a digital tester that's designed to get total chlorine and not ORP when you're doing this test with a digital type meter. So ORP is totally different than getting the fully chlorine reading. And there's other factors that affect the ORP reading of the pool. I'll probably do a separate podcast on ORP for you eventually so that you can get a better idea. I might even have one on it. I'm not sure. I'll have to check my library here. But basically, when you're doing the test for the free chlorine, it's fine. It's one of those things that will give you an idea of the chlorine level in the pool. But to get the true chlorine level, you're going to need to do a total chlorine reading. And some test kits do the total chlorine reading. Some test kits don't do the total chlorine reading. So be aware of that when you're purchasing a test kit and be aware that you're going to need the total chlorine in a lot of cases, especially if you're doing commercial accounts like apartments, hotels, and things of that nature. And one of the reasons why I use Bob Lowry's definitions here is because I'm going to use another point that Bob Lowry tried to get across. And it was one of his last discoveries before he passed away. And probably one of his most revolutionary discoveries about the relationship between free chlorine and cyanuric acid. There was a big thing during when I was starting out in pool service back in the 90s, probably all the way through the 2000s, where the pH reading was your main factor in how effective the chlorine was. For instance, it was taught in many circles that if the pH is lower, 7.4, the chlorine will be much more effective and much faster acting and killing viruses and bacteria in the water or pathogens than if the pH was at 8.0. But Bob Lowry kind of shot that down with his theory 
that the main factor is the cyanuric acid level in the pool and not the pH level in the pool. And I think if you were to test this out on your pool route, which I've done myself personally, you'll find that Bob Lowry's position is more accurate, that the cyanuric acid level has much more effect on the effectiveness of chlorine than does the pH in the pool. And as a rule, he's come up with this formula. It's a very complicated analysis and equation, and he boiled it down to this simple number because Bob Lowry was really good at boiling things down to keep things simple. But your free chlorine in the pool should be 7.5% of your cyanuric acid level. To give you a simple example, if the pool had a cyanuric acid level of 100 parts per million, you would need 7.5% of free available chlorine in the pool. And this is the chlorine after getting the total chlorine in the pool. So if you have any combined chlorine in the water, you would subtract that number to get your total available chlorine in the pool. And that's the number you're working off of. And the 7.5% is the percentage of free chlorine in the pool with cyanuric acid. And so if you had a cyanuric acid level of 50 parts per million, you would need a free chlorine level of 3.7 parts per million, or let's just say 4 parts per million to be accurate. So these theories of, or the old way of looking at it, that, you know, a free chlorine level of 1.5 to 3 parts per million is safe, kind of is thrown out because of the cyanuric acid ratio that Bob Lauer came up with. And just to add a little wrinkle to this, if you had borates in your pool, Bob Lauer was a big proponent of borates in the water. If you had borates at 50 parts per million, then that ratio drops down to 5%. So you would only have to have 5% of free chlorine with the borates at 50 parts per million. So if you had a cyanuric acid level of 100 parts per million, you would just need 5 parts per million of free chlorine. If you had a cyanuric acid level of 50 parts per million, you would need like 3 parts per million of free chlorine in that pool. So these are kind of a new way of looking at it. So the cyanuric acid level is something you should be testing for. You could use the test strips. You can also use a photometer to get the cyanuric acid level. Just be aware that anything over 100 becomes harder and harder to pinpoint. So if the cyanuric acid level is 200 or 300, it becomes harder to get an exact level because the uh, turbidity test is inaccurate above 100 parts per million of cyanuric acid. And most photometers go to 120, I think, or 110 parts per million. So after that, you're just kind of diluting and guessing at that point. Bottom line is that the free chlorine matters in the pool and the cyanuric acid level matters in the pool. If you want to make sure that pool is healthy and safe to swim in, you have to remember those ratios that Bob Lowry came up with. And it may be controversial because it goes against FATA. It goes against the other organizations that have their strict guidelines on pH. It goes against the health department in a lot of cases because they're really obsessed at the pH at 7.4, 7.6. And if you had a pool with a pH of 8, but you had all these other factors in line, you had the cyanuric acid level at 50 or 60, and you had the free chlorine level at 4 or 5 parts per million, the water is perfectly safe, the chlorine is perfectly effective, but since the pH is high, they're going to cite you for that, and they're going to they're gonna want you to lower the pH down in that particular pool. So it goes contrary to a lot of thinking, but I've done the testing myself. I, in fact, have a test pool right now where it has high cyanuric acid, and I'm testing different levels of free chlorine. I was just there a week ago, and the free chlorine level was about 4 parts per million, and it was algae on the bottom of the pool because the cyanuric acid level was pretty high in here. 
maybe 150, 160. And this is the problem when you have too little free chlorine in the pool. You're going to have algae and the water is not going to be safe and the chlorine is not going to be effective. So let me go back real quick and talk a little bit more about the different testing methods one more time. You have the Taylor test kit has two different reagents. Well, actually one reagent and one powder for testing free chlorine. The K2005 kit uses a dye-based reagent, which is good up to 10 parts per million of free chlorine. And then the K2006 has a DPD test, which is a powder, and that can read the free chlorine up to 30 parts per million. That's the main difference between the two test kits, by the way. One has a reagent that is a dye, the K2005, which I prefer over the K2006 because it's convenient, but the K2006 does have the DPD powder, which will read the free chlorine up to 30 parts per million, which may not be necessary in many cases, especially if you're just doing residential pools. And then you have the OTO tester, which is popular with the five-way test kit. It's the yellow, it's actually the reagent that's clear, but it turns the water different shades of yellow. Like I said earlier, it's a yellow reagent, but no, it's actually a clear reagent with a yellow cap on there, a yellow top. And this gives you a free chlorine rating up to five parts per million. I know that it can turn a really dark red-orange if it's really high in chlorine, but Technically, you can only read chlorine up to about five parts per million accurately. And this is one of the things that a lot of people use for flash testing out there. They'll drop a little bit of the OTO in the pool and they'll get a reading and they'll kind of get an idea of what the pool's at based on that. But it's not a really effective way of testing the chlorine because it only does the free chlorine, first of all, and it only goes to a certain part per million, a lot less than the Taylor kit. And there's no way to accurately get it after that point or get the reading after that point. If you really wanted the most accurate chlorine reading in the pool, you would get a photometer, either the ITS tester or the Lamont tester that uses a light sensor that reads the color of the reagent for you and gives you a digital printout. And that's that's the way I would go if you were really wanting an accurate free chlorine level or total chlorine level in the pool to get a photometer to get that test and make it accurate. You don't need to spend the money, I don't think, for a thousand dollar spin touch to me that's for only specific pool pros out there who are doing commercial accounts a lot of startups or just want that kit to impress people when they land an account but to me that's not an everyday test kit because the discs are really expensive they're like 250 each if you break it down for the test factors it's probably the one of the more expensive ways of testing but a regular photometer i mentioned the its kits the idip and you have the Color Q2X Pro 9. And I think these are essential to get an accurate chlorine reading if you need that accurate chlorine reading for commercial accounts, for startups, for any kind of pool where you need something more than a test strip or a reagent kind of reading that you kind of guess at. And I think most pool pros use a combination of all three of these. We have our Taylor reagent testers, then we have our test strips, and then we have the photometer to get the most accurate reading when we need that accurate reading. And you may not need the accurate reading every time. So test strip is sufficient a lot of times out there. The reagent testers from Taylor are sufficient, but sometimes you just need a really good chloride reading. And maybe a customer is saying that their kids got an ear infection, they got sick from swimming. That's when you really want to do the photometer test to make sure that the chlorine level was is it within range of the cyanuric acid level and that will protect you having that reading where you can actually email it to the customer 
and show them that, look, the pool's readings are fine. The free chlorine is good. You know, everything checks out good. So I don't think your your child got six from swimming. And this may happen on your route. And for commercial use, for sure, you want to have a way of recording the total chlorine for the health department. And if you're looking for other podcasts that I've recorded with Bob Lowry, who talks about a lot of this personally on my show, you go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. In the search box, just type in Bob Lowry, uh, B-O-B-L-O-W-R-Y, and then the podcast that I recorded with Bob will come up. And his free chlorine, the cyanuric acid ratio, is discussed many of the, in many of these podcasts, along with a lot of other aspects of chemistry that we talked about. And if you're interested in my coaching program, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.